All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second segment, the second part of the Steelers preview. I'm Jeff Hartman, senior editor at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, joined by Dave Schofield, editor of BTSC, Brian Anthony Davis, our podcast producer. We are talking about all things Steelers versus Seahawks. I kind of want to get your all's thoughts, just a general knee-jerk kind of reaction to this game, more so to the significance of this game. Week six, yeah, there are no must-win games in week six. You win this game, we know what it means. Three and three, heading into the bye week, coming out of the bye, you have a rivalry game against Cleveland. Compare that to two and four. Boy, that's a that's a stark difference, in my opinion. Dave, I'm going to throw it over to you first. What are your thoughts about this game and especially the significance of it? I mean, I'm sorry. Game six is a big game when you're sitting where you are right, right now. Imagine, just think... We could say baseball. Forget baseball. Let's go hockey. I know the last I saw the Pens were up 4-3. Let's go hockey in, in, in the playoffs in a seven-game series. What is game six? You know, are you going to get to three and three, or are you going to be at two and four? You know, if you're if you're coming into series, it, it series three. over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's not series, it's not game over for right, the Steelers yeah. if they don't win this game. But that is there is a huge difference, especially going into the bye between three and three and two and four. Yeah, and there's no other way to say it. This is, is I think this is like as big a week six game as you can get. Go ahead, Brian. What do you think? I'm going to channel my Steven Tyler and Aerosmith. If you get to three and three, you're back in the saddle again. Mm-hmm. And if you could be not just that, but back in black and gold, then you're in good shape. This is huge. And I'm tending to agree with Dave here on this one. You know, you don't want to be two and four going into the break. If you're at three and three, guess what? You're even Steven. You're back in the hunt at that point. You had some gifts last week by Cincinnati going down, by Cleveland going down in an absolute fantastic game, by the way. And then you almost had that extra gift with getting a game on Baltimore, but it did not happen. So they've been gifted several games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's. <laughs> I can go. Yeah, you got to find a way to win those kind of games. Wasn't, wasn't there, was there a better loss than the Bengals loss where the kicker is celebrating <laughs> the game winning, what could be game winning kick and he missed and they're like high fiving each other? I saw it as on highlights. I saw it live. I was there. I saw it live. I was like, this is so Bengals right now. And I know yeah. that they beat the Steelers and I know they're ahead of them in the standings, but this is so. Cincinnati Bengals, the way you know, they lost that There's game. Bengals yeah. fans that were in that stadium that saw him react, went home happy. They had no clue, <laughs> I'm sure, because that's a Bengals fan. And I have no problem saying that. They are the dumbest fans in football. <laughs> and then, no, they are. I have no problem saying that. And, and this and is he, coming from the guy that said Seattle has two losses. <laughs> so, no, it doesn't make me the dumbest fan in football. Exactly. That means, that means the guy that's just not paying attention. <laughs> Those Bengals fans had no idea they were getting on the Escalooser that day. (laughs) (laughs) They were just going for some skyline chili. But uh, I don't even know where I'm going with this. But the fact, yeah, this is the question. Of course, it's not must win, but yeah, it kind of is. I mean, you get a great fit. Look at everybody that was walking around happy on Monday and Sunday night, feeling elated that the Steelers finally won a game after losing three in a row, and they were still two and three. There's sun shining in Pittsburgh and the fans of all of Steeler Nation on a two and three team just because they they broke a three-game losing streak. So 
if they get to three and three, there's a lot. I mean, the players could just say, okay, we're 500. We're, we've got uh, five division games left. We can, we can get back in this. And you also look at the wild card situation too. You, they can get back in the hunt and get back into the top seven. Cause that's all you need to be in the top seven. And look at when we start really looking about at AFC standings in a few more weeks, they're going to be in striking distance if they can keep it going. But not only that, if you're three and three and you're getting ready to play a rival, that this is a hot, stinking rival right now. This is one that, I mean, this is bigger than Steelers and Ravens right now in the minds of a lot of people because it's the Browns for this season. It's huge. I see, I see Jeff's, I just smelled a fart face. And because he's like, <laughs> what? Yeah, the Ravens um, are the Ravens, man. Like, I realize this is getting huge. This is going to be huge. Oh, it is. It the is. fact that it's the Browns and it's become a rivalry, and they've lost what a few three straight against the Browns or something like that, or two straight. No, two straight. No, they beat Browns. them at home, but or three. They've lost three out of four, but it just doesn't feel. It, it just feels like they're elevated, and now you're seeing Baker in the top five and all of this and of quarterbacks and they're, they're believing they're believing what they're shoveling right now. So with that being said, I really think this game's huge. You go into that game pumped up after a week off, you could be in the right direction. Dave, I need you to read this super chat, please. From Sean Manahan gave us $2. Hey, Felicia. <laughs> Sean gave us, I was $2. waiting for this. I was. He gave us $2 for that. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate it. Um, Good um, question. Since you brought up the division, go ahead, Dave. You had a question. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, did Brian say anything else? I heard him say striking distance, and I was just, you know, caught up with Jean Claude you know, Van Dam. Um, no, no, <laughs> no. That's like Bruce, Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis, Sarah Bruce Jessica Willis, Parker. Yeah, uh, yeah that's filmed in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's well, I, I, I went all Seattle has two losses after that, but, um, <laughs> but I was just going to say before you moved on, Jeff, as Steeler fans. Whether it's uh, people individually, we know collectively. I uh, got it. Got to throw you know. Shout out to Coach Tomlin individually and collectively. You're only as confident as your last game. End of story. You know, you lose the last game, your confidence is way down. Okay, you you win a game, boom, your confidence is back up. That's why it's really nice winning going into the bye week because you want that confidence to roll through that extra time, um, moving yeah, on into sure. the rest of the season. For sure. A quick question about the division. Are you all believers in the Ravens? Like it, there have been times where you're like, man, the Ravens are good. Like they're they're a really good team, tough to beat. Are you all buying the Ravens this year? Or are you kind of selling that they're getting some pretty good bounces, calls, whatever? Brian, we'll start with you. Well, I'm starting to buy it just for the fact that when you get lucky enough. You start believing it, and then you get better just by getting lucky sometimes. And I just feel like the chips are falling with them. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. I don't know if it's going to drop this year just because they there's teams that are snake-bitten, and then there's teams that are charmed. And this team right now seems charmed. The charm city. Yeah, charms. And I just want to <laughs> I just want to punch his face every time I see Which it, and that's one? John Harbaugh. Who? Oh yeah, John. I mean, him celebrating and all the looks he was given when they were losing, and I'm just like, man, I want to fight you. Do you like do you Har? Do you hate Harbaugh more than Billick? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Really, I used to hate. Billy. I hate Harbaugh oh, more than Belichick. The question oh. is, does he hate him more than he hates Chukes? <laughs> oh, I don't hate Chukes. <laughs> Do not hate Chukes. So, is there any coach Sorry. you hate more than Wang Harbs? Is the no. question, Brian? No, no, there might not be a, another coach in history. Um, that uh, there's probably not a coach in history that I hate more than See, I Harbs. hated. I hated Bellick when he was. Oh my god! Oh no, I didn't god. like. I Bellick. hated him. Oh man, but he was a whiny baby, and the team was dirty, and Ray Lewis, and all this. Oh, yeah, I, I think this guy's worse. He's a crybaby. For sure. I, I I think he is worse, and you know I, I say this all the time because they t- the Harbaugh's talk about how they got their aggressiveness and their winning attitude from their mom. And I'm like, man, she must be awful too. <laughs> All right, Dave at the Ravens, are you, uh, are you selling them? Just or called their mom awful. Yes, I love did. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the problem. Honestly, as much as I want to sell, because I don't think they're that great because I mean, look, as as the weeks go on, that win that was handed to them by the Chiefs, where they fumbled it away, is looking less and less impressive. Now it might look more impressive later when if, when the Chiefs can get going. They don't look like a very strong team right now. Unfortunately, the Steelers don't play them right now. They play them much later when maybe they're going to get it all together. Um, but that's all I'd say about that. Then then you have two teams that combined have one win, and you basically should have lost both of those games and don't that's you know one of even one of them even at home i mean the problem was i was talking with a ravens fan last night he's like he's like oh that was all in the colts they didn't play to win they played to not lose and when you do that's what you do i'm like you're exactly right you just summed it up perfectly with the way that game finished up so because to me trying to just settle for that field goal when your offense was rolling and you knew that your kicker was injured you know the one that got blocked so I digress. The problem is when you're on one of those teams that you're not playing all that great. I mean, it's not that you're not playing great. is You don't seem like you're that solid of a team based on what you're doing with the competition you're up against, but you're managing to win games. That can build confidence to when you then get it together and you're in a really good place. So that's the thing. That's why you still have to give a team a credit for the record that they have. That even though they were those were – Interesting games, the way they play, played out. They managed to win them, and that's why they're four and one. And so they're a four and one team. That's who they are. They are who we thought they were. All right, yeah. let's go to over under time. You all ready for this? Here we go. Ben Roethlisberger attempts. They took a nosedive last week. Last week I had the over under of 42 and a half. My gosh, I only threw the ball 25 times. And I Yay. loved it. Gonna up the attempts a little bit this week. Over under is thirty two. Oh, I thought you meant up it from what you said last week. No, no, no. <laughs> Brian, I'm, I'm from what he actually yeah. did last week. Brian, what do you think? Over under thirty two attempts for BTR Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger. Mm, you know what? I could actually uh, say that he is going to be uh, slightly over, but that's not going to be. Uh, it's not going to be a problem. Dave. I'm going to say slightly under. I think it'll be more than last week. I think you're looking around 30 or 31, which I mean barely under. Yeah, that's where I'm leaning to, a little bit under. Okay, rushing yards for Najee Jerome Harris. <laughs> 120 is the line, shockingly. Yeah, last week it was 65 and a half. He rushed for over 120 last week against Denver. Very good defense. 
120 is the line this week. Brian, what do you think? You know, this is really funny because I asked Kevin Smith this question as well, and you can hear it more on the Steelers pregame show coming up Saturday morning when it comes out. But I talked to Kevin and I said, you've got the 31st ranked rushing offense in the Steelers and the 31st ranked rushing defense in the Seattle Seahawks. Which one has the advantage? And when you look at it, you almost feel like the rushing team the, the offense is going to have the advantage over a bad rushing defense. Especially that, at home. Yes, at home, I feel like they're that that uh, blocking scheme, the uh, entire offensive line is getting better, and I think Najee is going off. So I'm going to say that he's going to get his second consecutive 100-yard game. That so over. All right, Dave. So you're going over the one, one over 120. I thought you said 102. My gosh, I'm hearing dyslexic now. Um, I'm speaking dyslexic, so that's where we're good. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. He's gonna get over 100. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna say slightly under 120. Okay, Dave. Yeah, I'm. I see exactly what you guys are saying with the 31st versus the 31st. Here's the thing that I like to think about: is how often do you re, do you see a team's defense really start to step up? When you have a, uh, when you have to bring in the backup quarterback due to injury, when that person has to start, we how many times do you see that? That that's what happens. That they really rally, you know, defensively trying to do as much as they can. Which I can't remember what show I said this on. I think it was Stat Geek. Then then why don't they do that all the time? But still, I think for that reason, I think we will see a better rushing defense by the Seahawks. So therefore, I'm going to say under 120. And I think it's going to be, we'll see if he can get to 100. Over 120. He's going wild. Get ready. I would love it. I'm just, I know, I'm not, no, I know, yeah. I know. All right, next, Najee Jerome Harris's receiving <laughs> yards. I'm going to say it every time. I love Jeff. <laughs> it's just like, uh, just like Frank, or your boy, your favorite running back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 50 is the number, 50. Over, under, Brian. Uh, you know, I think he's going off this week. I'm going to say uh, he's going to break one for at least 30. So uh, he'll go over 50. All right, Dave. For receptions, yeah, this is where I'm going to go over just because I think he's going to be utilized some a little bit more, you know, to, as well as other people with the loss of Juju. I'm going to say under receiving yards. It's all going to be on the ground. And that was for Frank Webb, by the way, in case anyone's wondering who Frank is. All right. Sacks. The Steelers getting sacks has, has not been what we all, all thought they would be. Uh, what do they have? They have 10, Dave. Isn't that what I heard in your stat geek today? Yeah, 10. 10. It's a bummer. Yeah, so both teams we, have 10. Yeah, we'll set it at two and a half. Two and a half over under. Brian, what do you think? It's time to break on through to the other side. Yeah, over. Dave? I'm I'm gonna go over, but not by much. I'm hoping it could be three. I mean, Seattle has been sacked 13 times so far this year, so that's you know about two and a half a game. So, well, hopefully we could we'll, we'll hopefully they can get to Geno a little bit, and yeah. it'll be at least three. I think TJ's feeling probably a little bit healthier. Might be able to trust his body a little bit more. I think he's going to have a good game. And so, well, hopefully Alex Highsmith, hello, wake up, do something, please. At least a quarterback hit something. I'm going to go over. Quarterback hits surrendered. Okay, this is on Big Ben. Uh, last week we did six and a half, and they only surrendered two. two. Um, quarterback hits this week, we'll set it at two and a half. Brian, over, under. Over. 
Okay. The, the, uh, slightly, but they'll they'll get maybe three or four. Okay. Dave, what do you think? Um hits let's you said you three did you say three or three and a half? Two and a half. You said two and a half. I'll, okay, then I'll go over. But it's I, I, I think it's gonna be about three. Under two again. I think they keep them pretty clean. Takeaways for the Steelers defense, two. Brian. Takeaways two. Hmm. You know what? Uh, Geno's they're they're gonna make Gino cough the ball up. They're gonna make Gino throw some interceptions. So I'm gonna you know, actually think that maybe this might get be a get right game for uh interceptions as well and get some turnovers and uh fix that plus minus a little better. So you're saying over? Yeah, I guess okay. yes, over. All right, Dave. My heart wants to say that they are going to get a bunch of takeaways, but the data analyst in me and looking at the numbers that they only have four so far this season doesn't give me a, a, a lot of faith in them getting two, so I'll say under with one. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater hadn't thrown an interception until last week either, but I still think one is the number, so I'm going to say under. How about the Steelers turning the ball over? I'm just going to set this at one. Brian, what do you think? I'm going to go push. Okay. Dave? Push it real good. <laughs> we'll, salt, we'll salt and pepper it there. And then lastly, Ben Roethlisberger, Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger, touchdown passes. We'll say one and a half. Brian, over under? Over 17. <laughs> yes. And Dave? Over. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go with two. All right. Let's do some predictions. Let's talk about what we think this game, Dave, what's the current line? I had five and a half on my tally site. I uh, Michael yeah. picked his when it was four and a half. So no, that was, that was, that was um, Mark Davidson or maybe Michael you know, did too. When I did Michael's segment for let's ride here, his, when he said his picks, it was four. And a okay. Half. So there was multiple people that did that. Um, yeah. The, everything that I had seen so far had been five. So I'm double checking again, one more time. Um, and I forget it's at the very end of the list because it's a Sunday night game and it's, I have it at five. Okay. We'll just do a straight up five. Brian, let's start with you. What's your prediction for the game? How do you see it playing out? Well, I am going to go back to my own over under here and I'm going to go with the over when I say that over how many live chats, how many criticisms I will get that say, what is he smoking? There's no way this team's going to get over 30 points. But yeah, they are. They're going to break 30. They're winning this game 31 to 23 this week. This is a very bad defense. Did I steal yours, Dave? Literally written down right here. Wait, where'd it go? No one can see that. 31 23. <laughs> and, and you know what's funny about that? It's already story. documented on the pregame show. So. Oh, that's great. I was just thinking of it now and wrote it down right there. Love it. Well, yeah. We're in sync. Do you want to talk about anything? Yeah. <laughs> just because I, you know, I say that Seattle's defense could show up and, and do some better things to try to help support their, their backup quarterback. They, they still are coming East, but that didn't stop them last, last, well, wait, sorry, two seasons ago. Yeah. Um, and, but I do like that it's a primetime game and I want to see how, the, I want to see if the Steelers step up in primetime at home to see what they can do there. And I would like to see this offense do just a little bit more like they have been. And 
the reason I could see them going over 30 is I think it's finally one of those weeks where the Steelers get a non-offensive score again. Okay, I have the Steelers winning. Shocker, I know. Um, I have the Steelers winning. I do agree with you all that I have them getting to the 30-point plateau. I have them scoring 30 points even. And I have them beating Seattle pretty handily, but the Seahawks get a late like garbage-time touchdown to make the final mm-hmm. score 30-20. to 20. I have the Steelers winning 30-20 to 20 again. A last-second touchdown pass or whatever uh, makes the score look a little bit closer than what the game mm-hmm. really was. I think the Steelers... Uh, come out and actually show that they are making some steps in progress and making some changes that are necessary. And that last week wasn't a flash in the pan that this team might actually be getting better. So uh, I'm thinking this, this defense might score a touchdown that will keep that in mind. All right. We have trivia. Brian, do you have yours or do you not have one tonight? I I actually have them. All right. Well, let's do Brian's first. All right. So the Seattle Seahawks are the only team in NFL history to do this and it has not been on the football field i got it change conferences uh, that's what i was gonna say change wow. conferences after the merger wow uh, guys you you did well on that one yeah. so because you got it so quick <laughs> since you got it so quick i'm gonna go to trivia b and trivia <laughs> b is this the seahawks made a horrendous trade in 1977 giving up a first rounder and a third rounder to another team for this Hall of Fame player. 19 what? What year? 1977. I don't know. Wow. 1977. I wasn't even born. Um, But if you're a Steeler fan, you know this. So in 77... Jeff? No, I don't know. Nah. <laughs> Big part of the Steelers Super Bowl rivalry. I've already gotten one right tonight. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, you're I'm done thinking. for the season, Jeff. <laughs> so Seattle acquired this player in 1977. Yes, and I made a mistake. It was in exchange for a first and three second round picks. Oh, it's under, three this is second under round picks? It's under protest yes. now. You made a yeah. mistake. Um, somebody from the Cowboys. Absolutely. Um, who, it's not Cliff Harris. It's not, um, I don't know enough of the Cowboys. How about Hall of Fame? Hall of Fame. Some uh, somebody like um oh I cheated and looked in the in the live chat I couldn't remember his name and now I do because Jerry or oh, Jerry Jerry Cherry Band said sorry I have to give him credit he says Largent no no nope. yeah I don't know no the, why don't you just tell us who it is I, was just I am going to <laughs> Pittsburgh's own number thirty three Tony Dorsett mm. he played for the Seahawks no he didn't play for the Seahawks he uh. They they uh, traded the draft choice. So I thought you traded the player. Player too. I thought it was. I thought you traded for the way you said they trade the player. No, I said the player was. We'll have to go back to the tape. I thought. (laughs) Now this question is really under pressure. Yeah. (laughs) 
Okay, they traded up for somebody. I got you now. What are you going to do, strip me of trivia privilege? That's why I was trying to think of somebody from the Cowboys. You just get one. You're only allowed one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Najee Jerome Harris is only one. All right. Good trivia, sort of. Dave, go ahead. Okay, now I can do my trivia. If you listen to Stat Geek, you know what this is going to be about because this was some numbers that I meant to look up and I didn't for that, so I did it here. Here's what's very interesting. Did you know that Sunday's game was very important for one head coach, Mike Tomlin, because it was the 245th career game, including the postseason, that he has coached. And what was interesting is going into that game, he had 122 games in which the Steelers did not rush for 100 yards and 122 games in which they had rushed for 100 yards. So by going over 100 yards they then got into that um, to, to where he's still above, you know, more games of rushing for a hundred yards than less. He got, he got above the 50% there. But um, so the Steelers have rushed for one, for over hundred yards, 123 times under coach Tomlin. How many wins do you think they have in those games? Wait a second. Didn't I hear, didn't I hear on stat geek that you said he's won every one, but one. No, no. I would say they had won 18 in a row. 18 in a row. Yeah. And then the the one that they didn't win was the tie. Because I was going to throw that in there. Yes. Because that's what's interesting about all these. Cleveland. Yep. And then you've got. uh, Jesse James catch. um, Yep. Then that that was the next one before that. And then it was 12 more straight before that. But do you have any idea how many they've won? Because remember, they rushed it over 100 yards a lot of times early on. Out of 129? Out of 120. 123. Oh, I'm going to say they've won 118. Okay. I'm going to go. Oh, but five. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I'm going to go 108. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, It's 97, which is still 79.3. That's 79.3% winning percentage whenever they rush for for, for 100 yards or more. When they don't rush for a hundred um, yards or more, how many wins do you think they have in those one hundred and twenty-two games? Sixty-seven. Mm, I'm gonna go eighty. Fifty-eight. Yay! I win. Because yeah. So in other <laughs> words, Mike Tomlin's overall win percentage is sixty-three point five percent, including the postseason, but. When they rush for 100 yards, it's almost 80%. And whenever they don't rush for 100 yards, their record is 58 and 64. That is a 47.5% winning percentage. So as you can see, the Steelers do much better when they rush for 100 yards. It's not cause and effect. A lot of times they do that because of the way the games are playing out. But here was one more question that I had for Bad. I was wondering if he knew this one. There have been five, two different times under Coach Tomlin where the Steelers have lost five games in a season where they rushed for over 100 yards. Any idea which seasons they would have been rushing a lot over 100 yards and still been losing games? I would Jeff go- can answer this too. But I, mean, I was going to say, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just for bad, but this is you were, Jeff, you were already reached- nine. That's correct. 2009. Yeah, suck on that, Brian. <laughs> they, they I'll love- go with 2013. <laughs> oh, 
that was a good guess, but it was actually 2015. Okay. I, I love cocky yeah. Jeff. It's awesome. Yes. I can't wait. You yeah. know, he's all, yeah, suck on that. He's going to go yeah. and he's going to wake up his wife and go, honey, I got two trivia questions right tonight. That's right. Three, Celebrate actually. me. Yeah. Because I, I got closest on the ones. That's definitely <laughs> You were still over if it prices right. You'd anyways, be anyways, Brian, please, why don't you tell the live chat listeners and the podcast listeners about something cool we have coming up during the bye week that might actually involve them being participants. Yeah, check this out. So we are going to be busy during the bye week. So you need to stick with BTSC for all your Pittsburgh Steelers need. Because just because the Steelers aren't playing next Sunday, doesn't mean that we're not going to have all kinds of Steelers talk, but we want to get you guys involved too, and ladies as well. So we are going to ask for everybody in the live chat, anybody that is an audience member of BTSC, of any of our 25-plus original shows, we're going to ask you to talk about the season in a 60-minute, excuse me, sorry, <laughs> You, you did it earlier, Dave. You actually said 60 minutes earlier when we yeah. were having our talk. Oh, oh okay. So in a 60-second clip, we're going to ask you to send it in to us and tell audio us, clip. Audio clip. Tell mm -hmm. us how the season is going, what your thoughts of the season so far is. Just keep it, like I said, keep it under a minute. Send it in to us, and you can send it to... Well, don't, don't, don't yet because we've got a we've got a oh yeah well, well, wait you're right yeah we 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 we, we want to get the the sixth game in mm -hmm. and we're gonna have there some specific you know just a couple specific things that we want you to address so we'll make sure that we get that out there um, exactly what you need to do whenever the time comes Dave coming in out of the bullpen to save me <laughs> I appreciate that. So be on the lookout. Uh, we'll be talking about it on our podcast platform here we'll on talk about the post and Facebook. Too. We'll talk about it there. I won't be there, but yes. they'll talk about it. And then also um, we'll have an article on BehindTheSealCurtain.com that will outline all the details for that if you're interested. All right, let's uh, do some quick final thoughts. Brian, go ahead. You know what? This season started off awesome, 1-0. and Then it took a turn three straight losses and everybody felt broken as a Steeler fan. Then one win comes along against a three and one team, the Denver Broncos, and everybody's feeling good again. And if you feel like you're on a roller coaster, that's okay because there's still going to be ups and downs in this yeah. season. But what I'm going to say to you on this, this team is always going to keep you hanging on and you don't leave during a three game losing streak that means you've got black and gold running through your veins like all of us do so i congratulate you there you are allowed to get angry when things aren't going right and you're allowed to celebrate when it's going well but notice over the last 50 years there's been a lot more celebrating than there's been sulking so keep with these Steelers. i think after the break you're going to see some really amazing stuff and it could all start when they play cleveland but you cannot look past Seattle, a team that, if you don't mind me saying, Seattle has three losses. Dave, good final thoughts. Yeah, Steelers, if you're going to make me have to stay up that late on Sunday night to watch the game and do the post-game show and write articles for the website, you better win. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. That's good. All right, Dave, uh, why don't you send us out? Hey. 
All right, folks, we'll see you next week for another Steelers preview. Check out Brian and Dave on the post-game show as well as all of our other content. We'll see you next week. Go Steelers. Oh, how it rips me, boo.